Namaste Jai Hind welcome to another edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Today my guest is Palki Sharma Upadhyay You've seen her on many television channels she has been reporting and anchoring and especially on Vion television she had a show called Gravitas which was very successful I spoke to her on a number of issues uh, on television news the future the past what it means like to be a TV journalist open to a lot of criticism male bosses the glass ceiling and the future ahead take a look Palki thank you so much for coming to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash I'm so glad you're here want to chat so much about journalism where tv journalism is headed uh, women in tv but first i want to start with your show gravitas which you uh, it was a path breaking show that you did on vion and uh, it was kind of different you know like um, of course everybody liked your style of presentation and everything but you decided to go swim against the tide instead of doing debates you know you decided that this explainer style that you will do uh, was it your idea was it the channel and uh, did you, how did you manage to stick on with that idea despite the pressures probably to be like the others right first of all thank you for having me here it's always a pleasure to talk to you you're so kind you always say nice things about me so yeah. when you asked me for this i said okay i have to come and talk to you uh about uh, the show um i've been an anchor for about 20 years now mm. and um over the years i have done different slots and i've seen tv newsrooms and tv news evolve mm. and uh, i really enjoyed doing what i was doing because i could write i could say what i wanted to do uh, say experiment in 2014 i think i first did my 9 o'clock debates this was before you had done reporting on ground reporting and yeah, everything yeah and and a lot of anchoring like i started with the mm. breakfast show i you know moved on to different slots i i really enjoyed the breakfast show because that's the time when most of the uh, leaders editors are away so you <laughs> can really experiment and do your own thing and nobody bothers if if you're not making some ghastly mistakes on air uh but like i said 2014 14 is when i did uh, the first debates and um i was miserable What? i did not i did not enjoy it because you know i i'm not, i don't like being uncivil okay and that's what tv news had become and i i just went home very unhappy and i was so miserable that i left tv and i thought i've left it for good mm. uh but it did not last um so when i came back i was very clear that these are things that i'm not going to do mm. and uh, i did not even frankly come to do a 9 o'clock or a prime time show mm. i was told to do something on south asia which i thought was a good idea and i could you know create my own content and sort of do something um somebody put it very nicely that that was the time when the channel was also taking shape so it was benign ignorance on mm. the part of some or we just we just um I was very clear that I did not want too many talking heads hmm. uh, or too many I did not want acrimony if people are talking they should make their point and move on and over the years you one also interacted with people who were not in the news industry and when you asked them they would say hum to news dekhte nahi hai hmm to kyun nahi dekhte hai news you know people are watching all kinds of content sure. right um i think because they were not getting value for their time and beyond a point how much tamash i mean if you really had to watch it you would probably watch big boss 
so I thought, and I was also not I was not enjoying it. I'm sure there are people who are good at it, and there is a, there is a market for reality TV, and there are people who enjoy it, but it was not me. So that's where we started. Um, I had a good team, and the show evolved when when it began. I I don't think any of us had this idea that okay, this is how it's going to be. We took it one day at a time. We did the stories that we liked. Uh, sometimes it worked. Sometimes it did not work. We just we just went with the tide. I had an editor who was uh, very open to experimentation. Did you um, do uh, things that you thought the audience wanted, or did you do like okay, this is how we're going to do news? How does it work? I think it's a mix of both. Uh, you do if if you're putting out something, you want people to watch it, hmm. and you want to be aligned with what they're thinking. and increasingly in tv i think uh, people come to you as much for information uh, as for validation uh, you know people write to you saying i read the story why didn't you do it if you mm. already read the story why do you want to hear it from me mm. you already know what it is so people come for all sorts of things and you you want to be in sync with what they're thinking but there are also times when you want to do a story because you you want to do that story like abortion in the us you know that story did not get us views oh uh, and we went to town with it and and because some of us felt very strongly about it and we thought that even if this does not have an audience or the kind of audience that we are used to we'll still do it and we'll still lead with it because this is an important story so i i guess you have to sort of arrive at a balance and and hmm. do a mix of both hmm. but uh, i'll get to the abortion story and foreign news and you know the lack of interest at times in india for events which are happening outside of india unless it directly impacts on india mm. that there's a lot that i've seen uh, that happens but anyway i'll come to that but again the explainer bit which mm. i asked you you know uh, how did you get to that that okay this is my story and this is the explainer that i'm going to do uh, uh i think it a lot of it came from personal experience i'm i'm raising two children who are very curious and who ask questions and i remember uh, going to israel just before prime minister modi's visit and i came back and i was telling something and my son was i think still 5 or 6 years old and then after i finished everything he said but you've not told me what's a jew mm. and uh, although he was young but i i it it sort of that was a penny drop moment that that there are a lot of people out there you know we we deal with abbreviations and acronyms and we assume that everyone's Correct. on the same page and we don't simplify and we use long sentences and very convoluted ideas and a tv viewer does not have uh the luxury of going back to now they do when they watch it on the phone mm. but you know even when we were taught we were told that in a newspaper you can reread that same line thrice to make sense and i still try to read some of those you know quote copies which being no sense to me on the front page yeah. one sentence is a paragraph long but for the tv audience you know you have to to make your content accessible mm. you know the onus is on you to get people to watch and not on them to watch uh so so we try to simplify the so this uh, the whole process of this simplification or explanation the criticism uh, many people make uh, especially print journalists make is that the simplification is actually dumbing down you're you're presuming that your viewer doesn't know things but like you said that that's our job to make things understandable to everybody Everyone. not just the specialists who are 
who are clicking your story because they are lobbyist journalists who are reading or think tankers who want to know about Ukraine situation. It's not those people. It's across the board, right? That's what uh, you were saying. If I'm not wrong, yes, and it's important to to decide who is your audience. Hmm. Uh, for me, it was a blank slate, and uh, I remember telling my team once that everyone who understands English should want to watch. If they're watching news in English, they should want to watch what we're doing. That's mm. a very broad segment to cater to. Okay. If you if you if you uh, attend strategy meetings, they'll give you TG fifteen to forty five, or advertiser is looking at twenty five to. That's a very they they try to restrict it yeah. but i'm saying that anyone who understands understands english and wants to make sense of what's happening in the us midterm election should want to come and watch you hmm. so then you have to make it accessible to all so your uh, you know your show even though it was like on an english channel you had viewers who were non uh, you know whose language primary language was not english people still liked it simply because some of them who i spoken to was because they they agreed with your editorial line you pakka took an editorial line you didn't uh, it, it was an editorial show it was it the it was the edit page of the channel ha huh. that's that's how we you were ready for that at that stage you didn't think ki wo thoda neutral hona chahiye both sides of the point that neutral neutrality is a i remember reading something very interesting that that uh, in the pre digitization age of hmm. news credibility was a commodity both sideism was something that mm. that news media sort of uh, adopted as a strategy mm. because the advertiser wanted a broader section of the audience to watch and to try and buy what they were selling ha <laughs> so it wasn't an ethical decision it was, it was a, a market it was a business decision <laughs> okay yeah. but with uh, and uh, with the advent of digital uh, you know news and the internet Uh, things opened up a lot and now we are not looking at all the viewers even if i mean we would want everyone to watch but we are looking at audience communities and audience communities are held by some glues like identity like ideology like an editorial line so that we we are not looking at we are not looking for people to only watch our news we want people to watch like share comment hmm interact and, com- yeah. completely and they will do they will be compelled to do it only when they something resonates hmm. so uh, also what are we doing in our reporting uh, we are looking at what trump has tweeted or what biden has tweeted and doing breaking news of that so i'm already on twitter i've already seen it i don't need you to do that either you make sense of what this tweet means hmm. for me uh, or just i i don't need you that There was a time when we were relaying to the people what people in power are doing or saying hmm. but now that communication is direct okay so journalism that as we learned it was what happened when it happened where it happened why it happened that is already being communicated that's already done yeah so, so you want to go beyond uh, you think you that have to value add. yeah you were value adding in your show that uh, you did but you'd already done that part of journalism first obviously of, because that the, the reporting part yeah you you grew up doing that and that's yeah. the but then you keep do, going back to it also right you went to ukraine you did that reporting to you feel that as anchors it's necessary to do reporting as well to uh, you know to be with the story i don't think only as anchors uh, hmm. i think we we started an experiment which worked very well over the last one year not just anchors even the people who were writing the people on the desk hmm. were uh, accompanying me uh, to the field for assignments 
because the age of again restricting uh, a journalist to the desk or to input or to research or to guest relations is fast mm, getting over hmm i think the person who is writing a story on ukraine on the desk uh will be able to uh, write a much better story if he also appreciates the logistical challenges that a reporter faces what happens on the ground so and also you could say that for whatever reasons resource crunch bhi tha bahut sari cheeze thi but but we decided that uh, an anchor can be a reporter can also be a writer can also do research we have we have to learn all the functions of a newsroom so with the quad summit in japan with ukraine with sri lanka i've had uh, traditional desk writers hmm. go with me see what happens on the field talk to people and really when they came back they came back with a, a, a much wider understanding of what it takes to build a story and greater sensitivity because you know uh, balki many very often i the frustration one faces is that when you know a cameraman has or a stringer or a reporter whoever has taken great trouble to get a story from the ground but it gets killed at the table at the edit table it happens in print also you know where uh, there's a ground report and it's like from some remote part of india uh you know like maybe a naxal um, you know who has surrendered gone back to society started a school of his own has 15 students whom he's teaching and his wife is also joining in it's a human interest story comes in from one very difficult part now the reporter the cameraman would have gone and got it with such great difficulty it never makes it to newspapers it never makes it to the uh, mainstream Uh, media it's just not of interest this is where i feel that especially small town reporters have this problem you know uh, that their stories never get told yeah i i i think when you when you throw people at the deep end and make them do what someone else is doing it also builds empathy hmm. they understand what the other person goes through to bring something to the table like you said or or um, even people in the pcr all all kinds of functions i've i've try to really experiment over the past 5 years amalgamate all yes, those things people who are writing stories have been told to manage an event and they've mm. done fabulously well and they also feel that they're growing hmm. they're not chained to their desk as it were so there's there's a lot of talk that happens at the tv uh, you know the whole model of tv is so trp driven and that is why you are facing a credibility problem in the sense that people don't trust television news anymore do you agree with that view i think i agree with that to the extent that that uh in the attempt to go viral we are sometimes making a mockery of ourselves hmm. and while people may be consuming something that has gone has gone viral you'll get the views but then it's a it's a slippery slope then they'll never come back to you for something they will not they will not trust you like you said there's a credibility crisis and all of its stems i feel really bad for reporters who are mocked at when they do something really um, silly on the on, you know your your bathtub ptcs mm. and all of those things yeah they are really pushed to deliver mm. and to do something different and so the problem is not with that reporter or that anchor the problem is with the editor who's letting it go on air Hmm. I I don't want to make a sweeping statement Smita but I think that in the media industry in general and in India in particular we have a leadership crisis more than a credibility crisis okay. we are not 
trying to innovate. We are not experimenting, neither with the business model, nor with the content formats. Mm. Uh, I'm. I look at memes and WhatsApp forwards, and they're they're mocked at all the time. Ki WhatsApp se uthate, but WhatsApp forwards have so much more creativity than <laughs> say a pollution story. दस साल पहले भी वो ही कर रहे थे हम आनंद विहार बस अड्डे पे एक यू आई इतना है एक लंग एक्सपर्ट दो बच्चे खांसते द स्टोरी हैज नॉट चेंज्ड टेन इयर्स लेटर वी आर टेलिंग द सेम स्टोरी इन द सेम वे बट पीपल आर कमिंग अप विथ सो मेनी बेटर वेज टू से द सेम थिंग ऑन सोशल मीडिया सो वाई इज दैट क्रिएट इज दैट क्रिएटिविटी मिसिंग इन द न्यूज रूम्स आई वुड नॉट लाइक टू बिलीव दैट आई थिंक पीपल सिटिंग एट द टॉप डोंट वॉन्ट टू डू एनीथिंग डिफरेंट the and pandemic forced us to to uh, sorry uh, yeah. to to make some uh, changes in terms of technology had it not happened maybe we would have we would have kept sending ob vans <laughs> 10 years later to do this i mean we are not experimenting same with business models today or the person who's starting in a newsroom is earning less than your domestic help yeah that's so true. why would good talent stay yeah and why would they be inspired to do something else and you know palki uh, I've been in this line for thirty years. You've also been in this line for two decades. Those, the journalists who were coming to us were people who had taken the civil services, not cleared it, and then came to journalism in the you know thirty twenty years later. But now, you know, journalism schools have mushroomed. We have thousands of news channels, uh, you know, legal, illegal, yeah. satellite TV. Yeah. If I, if I. count the youtube channels and everybody literally we have doing content hindi uh, la- regional languages english there are jobs galore but nobody stays there is there is a frustration that kids feel uh, when they join journalism they're not able to stay on in the profession why is there so much of lack of talent what is it even though there are so many journalists who are being churned out yeah. from uh, these institutes uh, people ask what is their growth path hmm. and how do you tell the growth path i mean it, it's it's very slow growth for sure uh, the only people who stay on for 2 3 decades are people who are either crazy <laughs> and really want to do this yeah or people who are not good at it and will not find anything else anywhere yeah as as pathetic as it sounds that's how it is the really good people are moving on because how long are you going to tell them that you will not get weekends off and you will not even get the salary that your mba cousin is getting for the next 10 years and you will have no work life balance wo to out of question it is out of the question and 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 for a long time it's it's very thrilling hmm. you know to be Uh, doing things in the newsroom to stay very late to chase a story till the very end but beyond a point everyone has emis to pay and everyone has families to look after and you you have to make it worth their while in 20 years i have never heard any business team come and say ab to market bahut acha hai is saal acche hike de do recession or no recession we are always in cost cutting mode always i mean i remember going to ukraine and i thought that uh, I went with a team of four, hmm. and this is the Mojo age where a reporter is sent with one phone and one yeah. selfie stick. So I thought I've come with a big team, and we'll do some great stuff. And we, we, I'd like to believe we did. We were doing stories every day. We were doing a show. We were trying to. Hmm. And then I see international channels with hmm. teams of thirty, forty people who blocked entire floors in two hotels. One where they want to stay because it's a five star, and one where the 
the view is very good because they can create a good frame and i thought there's no way we'll be able to match this because we're always going to be short of money and resources palki uh, if i may go back to the era of you know uh, in the 80s uh, the heyday of american television networks nbc abc and all they used to come to india for all the big stories you know like rajiv gandhi assassination and those kind of stories and they used to come like that they you know i was working like as a you know a stringer with them attached to them you know like a gopher Mm-hmm. that was the word you know who'll get the information there was no google if you remember those yeah, days so yeah. you had to get information and give them so that they could file their stories but they would come literally with 20 man teams and they would come with gear uh, camera gear and all that gear they would book satellite uh, costed hundreds of dollars no way that india could match of course we didn't have private television also in those days but what i'm trying to say is that those guys then collapsed under the weight of their own uh, you know inability to budget their news they they shut bureaus across the world international news went off their thing they depended on agencies to cover international news they couldn't do it india on the other hand it's been lean and mean because hamare paas resources shuru se hi nahi the that's fine i i get your point you should not overspend hmm. at the end of the day it's a business and you have to yeah. look at the bottom line and you have to make it work for everyone but i'm saying that we are not we are not ready to stretch the limits of our imagination today a flop actor earns more than the top performing editor in this industry okay and we are all in the business of content hmm. so why is it that we cannot uh, i i love giving this example a documentary on chernobyl will be watched on netflix with a 500 rupee subscription but the same documentary on a tv news channel will not be watched documentaries chalti nahi hai is what the sales team will tell you because we are not investing if you you know what we did in my in my show it was resource investment hmm. it's very easy to get guests most of whom are not paid uh they just you know sure, nobody's I, paying yeah, yeah a lot of yeah they they're not paid and they just come and they give their time and we create content and it takes a lot of effort i'm sure for the anchor to put himself or herself out there every day to discuss a lot of topics and and you know hmm. uh it's impromptu cheap way of doing content, content frankly yeah but if you're going discussing. to if you're going to build one hour of content you need writers you need editors you need uh, people who design graphics you need video that is resource investment yeah so i i think that there are gains to be made and i i think it will make business sense if we create a good product because mm. people are now spoiled for choice okay see um uh, there was this a uh, whole talk about the amount of influence that uh, say a bbc or an al jazeera has if you see the number of if you see their population of uk right and you compare that with one channel of bbc and the international influence that it has and compare that with india's population we probably have more tv uh, you know people who have tvs uh, are probably seven or eight times the population of uk and yet we don't have an international channel even though we have so many domestic channels is it time now for india or indian channels to invest in making a global channel you know of of course beyond was there but it doesn't really have that impact of being you know of of being a mover and shaker like say an al jazeera or a bbc i think we are 10 10 20 years late hmm. 
we should have done it then we should definitely there's an urgent need for us to to do this uh to take control of the narrative to tell our story right and to tell it to the whole world and there is a market you know uh you mentioned vion uh, by the by the time i left only 40% of our audience was based in india 60% was outside india and these were not just nris these were people from all over the world all ethnicities all countries who were engaging with us who were writing to us and and that shows that the world is interested in what we have to say in our pers- in our perspective in our point of view i remember earlier this summer uh, we were in dubai uh, and and uh, we were having lunch and we asked for the check and uh, it came with a huge slice of cake mm. and i said i did not order it and so the head chef came and he said this is from the rajapaksas <laughs> sorry what i'm a sri lankan i watch your coverage sitting in dubai on sri lanka from a channel that that's run out of noida and he says i i really like what you say and this is complimentary and so you you strike a chord i think there is so much to be done we are not mm. thinking big not on an institutional level and not as a country level do you think the government uh, should have done i mean there was this dd international nobody will believe the government language right it may not fly mm. uh, and and see it's a if the government does it then you will say that they are peddling their agenda mm. if they don't do it then they are blamed for not uh, you know support at the end of the day if you're talking about free media and a business hmm. that you have to create a business model that is going to work yeah. that's that's exactly what i said that at the at the leadership level people are not thinking big enough so why uh, on the other hand uh, if i was to come back to audiences why is it that indians are not really interested in international news all that much if you watch the debates if we just see prime time prime time is rarely anything to do with international news other than pakistan uh, and that also if they have done something like attacking us or if they are collapsing because of whatever reason you know there's a coup or there is a jalsa or something like that like an imran khan issue it's that or else if it is china galwan that's a story ukraine somehow captured uh, a little bit of uh, news not just because of the indian students but it did capture a little bit of but other than that international news is just hardly anywhere because we don't do it we don't do it like that hmm. you know we i i i think um the indian audience is more aware and interested and invested in what's happening in the world than than people in a lot of other especially in the west they're very inward looking hmm. i also remember reading this study that said that uh people in developing countries are more interested in in global affairs than people in developed countries who don't want to look beyond what's happening in their life hmm. you know there is a higher chance of an indian being able to tell which city falls in which state in the us than an american being Vice able to versa yeah right? correct so we are interested but we have to like i said make that story accessible if you start giving out results of the midterm election without explaining to the viewer the format and how it is different from our elections then beyond a point they lose interest i think americans only don't understand what their elections are about <laughs> that's another point <laughs> but uh, it's so complicated it and is. the results take ever so long uh, so uh, they themselves don't know but you're right like you said that there's a lot of ignorance about see that also comes with a great deal of prosperity they don't yeah. need to know they don't need to know right whereas in india uh, indians are very politically aware why because we interact so much or in 
ऑर्डनरी इंडियंस नीड टू नो कि पुलिस वाला क्या करता है एम क्या करता है पंच सरपंच क्या है द नीड टू इंटरेक्ट इज ग्रेट बिकॉज दे कंट्रोल एवरीथिंग राइट सो दैट्स वाई बट या सो यू थिंक दैट इट्स द इट्स द एडिटर्स और द ओनर्स ऑफ टेलीविजन मीडिया हु आर यू नो probably don't had there's a dissonance that they don't understand what the viewers want <laughs> possibly hmm. and they don't want to uh, a lot of them are busy copying each other so um you had a successful show in uh, vion and you know like you uh, what one saw in social media was like such a catharsis jab when you left it was like oh my god why she left palki ma'am we really miss you and probably it's then that i realized you know that there was so much of a fan following you had so why did you leave when you were doing so well why at the top then why did you leave it's always better to leave at the top hmm than yeah, the now bottom. you're sounding like sunil gavaskar <laughs> no i left because i thought that uh, whatever i wanted to do i had done there hmm. um and uh, i i envision for i don't want to sound pompous but but what i'm doing and the team that i'm creating in a certain way and uh, if i'm not being able to do that uh, to my satisfaction then i don't want to do it and i think uh, in that sense i'm lucky that i can just just walk out of something and say and i've done it in the past i don't like something i just say i don't want to do this i will find something else and life has been good and i have struggled and sort of swam swam against the the tide as you as you, as you put it sometimes and it's it's been but but i found my path so mm-hmm. i was again not enjoying uh, what i was doing i i did not like the direction that we were taking i think um i think the the we were we were doing news curation and we had to we had to move to the next step mm-hmm. and we had to tell the india story in a more compelling fashion i think somewhere um, i i did not i did not see that happening beyond a point um, so tell me uh, you were talking about reporters you know like those who have to do uh, wear combat clothes in the newsroom or they have to uh, you know do a flood story with water around them because of graphics in a bathtub so these are decisions that the reporter can't take yeah what about the anchor can the anchor decide what is the story what is the storyline in all channels because you've worked in several channels how much clout does an anchor hold in deciding uh, what should be the storyline and how will i take this forward i think it depends on the anchor okay uh, there are anchors and i'm i'm not saying prime time or non prime time there are anchors who are very clear about what they want to say and that comes through and then there are tp readers hmm. who will not be on the point you know hmm. say why is this running and and those are the anchors who who resonate with the audience who the t the no, tp no, no no the ones who who have a clear point of view there can be disagreement eventually the editorial line holds in most cases i would like to believe but uh, in my career i've seen anchors who have gone up to the editor and said i'm not okay it it happened with me i remember once um i always like to write what i'm going to say hmm in my words even though there are very good copy editors i like to i like i feel more confident 
okay if i have done the typing and uh, and so i remember what i i wrote um i went to the studio and then while i was reading off the teleprompter i saw that somebody had changed my lines and uh, said very clearly that this is why you should not vote vote for such and such party wow i would never say that right and so when the and and halfway through the sentence i corrected myself and i said something else and i ended it the way i wanted and then i went out and i asked who has done this and they said the editor changed the lines and i went to that editor and i said that without consulting you yes and uh, this was before we on i have to say um and i said you you will not do this hmm. and he, he was taken by surprise because i don't think he was used to being challenged and i said this is not done and i will not accept it and if you disagree with what i'm saying you have to tell me and you have to convince me and uh, yeah i did not stay there for very long after that but but this happens it ha- yeah that's what i wanted to say is this a one off thing or does it happen very often with people i think it also depends on i mean people don't mess with people who will call them out and and yeah say that that you won't do this and it's me. hard right because you're already on air yeah. and you're reading and mid sentence to change the sentence to realize somebody has played funny yeah yeah the fight in the newsroom before is a different matter yeah. but on air uh, these kind of uh, things that could happen yeah uh, those yeah and you know the, the other thing is that um, the uh, i just saw uh, i think it was yeah rahul shivshankar uh, said on air that you know um, he took on when, remember he macadams yeah, yeah that thing that yeah, you yeah, know where yeah. he put the wrong name and he said he took the flack at that yeah. time but yeah. what had happened was that whoever was feeding in the the name in the teleprompter did the mistake right now you can throw that reporter yeah. under the bus yeah. or the teleprompter operator who throw that person under the bus or you can take on the flack yourself mm-hmm. he says i took on that as a mistake that i made uh but this is a more serious thing which yeah. you're talking about yeah. where the editorial line is being tampered and with there's a lot of difference if you take the credit for the great lines that your team writes hmm. and for all the work that goes behind so you take the flack also but when when someone has deliberately changed something because they think that you are not going to apply your mind and just read whatever is written hmm. is problematic okay and see uh, there are many times that handouts come from governments and i'm not talking about now i'm talking about over the years handouts come that this is what you should speak today this is what is given. earlier to wohi padha jata tha when it was doordarshan and all india radio that you know government officers used to read the news the government and today when i hear people saying oh that was such lovely times there was no noise there was no cacophony uh, we got the news clean uh, where we had uh, you know salma sultan reading it out and things like that i'm telling them that was the only news and that was written by government officers yeah. and you believed it that that's the only news that happened pradhan mantri yahan gaye pradhan mantri ne ye kiya that's all no question of pradhan mantri ne kyun kiya yeah right today you're hearing it all you're hearing different points of view so it's noisy but at least you're getting different points of view so now when um it changed but still governments put pressure on newsrooms on editors that ye padho put this out mm. how much pushback does it happen in newsrooms you know against the government line 
so i've been out of the congress bjp uh, thing for a while now hmm. uh, and uh, the subjects that i dealt with uh, we we willingly took i wouldn't say the government line but the india line and hmm. that sort of worked uh, i think there is i think there is pushback i remember um, this is more than 10 years back i think um, some ministry calling up saying what is running on your ticker and so we all first of all we joked saying that if the minister is watching our ticker then who is doing his job but those things used to happen and we would uh, argue and sometimes not run it or or run both sides of what was going on and 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 those things did did happen balki it's a known thing i mean the <laughs> the the joke or the the sarcasm used to be that there was a certain politician very powerful politician who was known as bureau chief yeah. who's, who the acronym given <laughs> to him was bureau chief because one he was very close to uh, many senior journalists but the agenda setting was done at 5 pm in the in that chaisa and they were deciding period. which anchor is going to do which story yeah those things were also happening isko hata do this anchor is not good hmm. so oh, there has always been pressure and Again, especially finance ministers on business channels You know, there was a time and there are there are some ministries where you can't go against. Like defense is one of them. I mean, you will not get access. Yeah. If you question, mm. but then you also have to see what is. It's it's all very murky. You know, sometimes people question just for the sake of questioning. So if you I question defense, I've seen many times that you question and you're considered an anti-national. You're dubbed yeah. immediately. Yeah. yeah. That one defense beat only is done by uh, journalists, uh, by reporters who are sons and daughters of uh, army officers. The brats do it, yeah. and uh, they call themselves brats. I'm not calling them. <laughs> But uh, again, any questioning, uh, even the services get very annoyed and. label you and don't understand that questioning is something that a journalist has to do yeah it's not that there's an anti-national bent of mind but do you feel that there's there are other beats in journalism where this happens also where they just shut access immediately i think yes yeah uh, isn't it I, yeah i mean uh, worst case scenario they'll not send a spokesperson to your channel yeah that's another thing that happens then they'll say you're not giving our side of the story Hmm. But you're not giving your side of the story yourself. Yeah. So it's become a, and I I think it's a healthy fight because uh, because no matter which side says what, the fact is that channels and news platforms of all descriptions are hmm. operating in this country. They're being trolled. They're being questioned. They're being investigated. Some of them, but they are all running. Yeah. So there is space for everyone and all kinds of opinion and points of view. So tell me, Palki, do you have? Do you think that uh, uh, that there are enough firewalls in place in TV channels because it's live TV, right? Immediately stuff goes on air. Are there enough firewalls to um, to filter out fake news and viral news which are, you know, not credible? Increasingly, not. No. 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 I think uh, I think the viral editor is setting the agenda now. <laughs> For newsrooms, really? Yeah, I and mean, sometimes I feel that if Twitter is closed, then channel will not be able to run. Because we are all looking at what is trending. Can we all send out <laughs> an appeal to Elon Musk? Don't do that. I think I don't know. So there's a viral editor. No, it's a, it's like a whatever is viral, whatever is viral. Okay. It's a, it's wordplay. Whatever is viral is basically setting the agenda. Today, this story is going viral. 
so everyone wants to do the 8 pm or 9 pm debate on the story which is viral increasingly after covid i've seen one newspaper reading as a as a physical thing hmm. is not happening so you get your news from social media and usme your bias comes in because what comes in in your google feed in your facebook feed in your twitter feed is your the bias which is there in your mind that gets reflected whereas when you open a newspaper you're seeing various things you're, you're consuming the bias of the newspaper then of the newspaper that's also a point so right? some social media star इज अ फ्रंट पेज स्टोरी जिसको दस हजार लोगों से ज्यादा डेढ़ करोड़ के डेढ़ सौ करोड़ के देश में कोई जानता नहीं होगा बट ही इज ऑन द फ्रंट पेज वाई देर इज सो मच एल्स दैट इज हैपनिंग इन दिस कंट्री बिकॉज द न्यूज पेपर एडिटर थिंग्स एट दिस इज अ फ्रंट पेज स्टोरी सो देर आर ऑल काइंड ऑफ बायस इज दैट वी बट सी यू नो इट्स ऑल्सो विशेष सर्कल because i have seen i have seen some of these experts who come on television mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they found their way into political parties they became spokespersons also wo kya kya they were sitting in social media and basically uh, with a little bit of gyan they didn't do uh, they didn't they didn't have a body of work behind them right yeah, yeah. but you troll and you make these smart alec comments you get more followers more and more followers than what you are saying is becoming a hashtag you you start doing that there's nothing that you've done before or after so you it that happens now because you've got a x number of followers you make it to the tv screen you come there because you know ha huh, people will watch usko retweets mil jayenge so you're on tv screen once you're on tv screen you get called to conferences and seminars and then sponsor se usko bulao we'll give you sponsorship wo aa gaye uske baad kya hota hai political parties sit up and say aha very interesting he or she speaks very well so let's make them koi ideology nahi kuch nahi but that's the Comes same with in. film stars no <laughs> when film stars who who become netas i mean aise dekha jaye what have they done huh. but they have influenced Netas beyond a point are influencers who commit themselves to doing good work I think and I don't know how many of them end up doing it somehow we don't yeah. expect much from our netas but we <laughs> expect more from journalists at least we think that acha those guys then when they become spokesperson they say social media television news koi research nahi karte bhai tum log kahan se aaye ho usi social media se to aaye ho you know i just feel increasingly that it these uh, tiktokers uh, influencers they are your journalists today they are the ones uh, you know who haven't gone through the rigors of journalism but they've become your experts they are the ones who are giving gyan yeah on television so then i quite understand when people say that the tv uh, journalism model is breaking down or has broken down so do you see any hope <laughs> in the future see i i i think mass communication has become a two way street now hmm. Right? the viewer is telling you in real time what they are watching what they like what they don't like bouquets brickbats everything is coming as you read the news you can see the youtube comments a lot of which are nonsense but a lot of them are also active feedback hmm. so um i i think that people who are serious about being in the business and serious about telling the stories that they want to tell will survive and thrive everybody has to make that effort every day you can't be cynical mm. you can't be saying that oh pakistan does it all the time so this time if they have fired some rocket it's okay 20 saal se 25 saal se pakistan ye kar no it's a story every day 
you have to i don't know if i'm making sense to you yeah, but yes, i i think yeah. that i think that uh, we are in a phase where where the real stars will shine and those who are not pulling their weight are going to be like it's like uh, you know when the stone pelting used to happen in kashmir so the newsroom gets tired right yeah. ye to har friday hota hai ma'am kya karna hai and i'm saying no you have to go there you have to put a camera out there you it is a story and then when the stone pelting stopped yeah even then it's a story it's a story you, you still put your camera out there and you wait and watch you have to be excited about it every day yes do you have to and as new as editors we have to tell our uh, you know the newbies who come in or the new journalists who come in that the fact that there are no stone pelters every friday is a story so you the cameraman also said na ki kya koi aaya hi nahi hum kya karenge yahan pe nahi khade ho na ki koi aaya nahi wo bhi story hai bhaiya hamara profession hai na it it demands a lot of commitment ha you know you have to be there every day and uh, i remember being told by one of my bosses something very good that that uh, to build a relationship with your viewer if you say that you're going to be there at 9 o'clock be there at 9 o'clock hmm. come what may uh that's the promise that you've made to them they have not made that promise to you they will watch one day not watch for 3 days then again come in but they know that you'll be there hmm. when a big story happens they'll know where to go and it takes a lot of commitment and after all these years i still can't understand how there are anchors who walk in half an hour before their show just put on makeup and sit and start reading so you still have to be a little nervous before your show you still have to at the end of a show i mean we've had so many discussions every day saying this story did not go the way we want you have to be excited yeah you have to be nervous you have to be you have to challenge yourself constantly only then will you survive and Other i think the reason for your success also is that you respect your audience uh i've i've seen that that anchors who don't who don't who not talking down to their audience they are the ones who who resonate you know dil se baat karte hain kind of a thing yeah. that matters yeah. isn't it i i think so i think people are giving you an entry into their rooms yeah. you know at 9 o'clock when they're sitting with their family or doing whatever they're doing you know time is very valuable hmm. if you're giving me your time then i better make it worth your time balki we spoke about bookies and brickbats hmm. I now want to come into this which I spoke with Navika uh, and I spoke with Arnab also when uh, he was here um the mental well-being of uh, women journalists and even men I guess uh, so much hate comes in on the way of love also but hate too comes in so much of trolling happens uh, how do you take it I'll give you a personal example when covid happened um and Rohit Sardana got covid mm. and there was a a kill list you know where people put in names of people tv news anchors who should die of covid ha usme rohit ka naam bhi tha and my name was also there in that uh, thing i just took it as forget it how does it matter mm. i got admitted to hospital when i when the second that delta wave happened right. and uh, i was fighting it out theek hai ki ho gaya i'm in hospital rohit died uh in the first day that i was in the hospital he died and somewhere it hit me uh, so bad i can imagine you know i was like oh my god they were making a kill list and rohit is gone how many more will go stupid maybe 
that it shouldn't affect me but maybe the, it was the medicines you know i mean they they put you on steroids and all those things we we humans humans I mean, it, it affects us right we may say that it doesn't affect us but it affects us yeah and increasingly i worry that uh, although my children don't have access to these platforms but they have friends people talk people people say all sorts of things people want to uh, comment on your life on your family on your uh, journalism if you disagree with me disagree with me on subjects don't make it personal but that's why they're called trolls and uh, i have a policy to i i know that you give it back as good as you get it <laughs> yeah, i try <laughs> i try to not respond yeah i've seen you know. i don't because i am I, i don't think i want to give them even that satisfaction hmm. maybe I, that's a good way i i, I will get to <laughs> being that because i i don't want i i cannot stoop to their level hmm. and i don't see what their problem and and what amazes me is how somebody says something and a whole ecosystem swoops down yeah on you and some of those people are people you worked with some of those people are people you don't even know so my first reaction always is why you yeah like where but you're doing this conversation in your in head your, in in my head and why I, you is in your yes, head you don't write I it i never write it because i'm like okay if this is this is what you've chosen i've seen friends do this people i used to call friends it's very hurtful yeah because i all you can always pick up the phone and call and say why you did not agree with this or what you found wrong with it but the, your idea is not to question me your idea is to get followers by stone pelting on social media at me hmm. so i will not give you that satisfaction fellow journalists do that fellow yeah. journalists do that And you know there's this new trend of people reviewing your stories on YouTube. Oh, yeah, people do that. In the UK, I did something on hijab and then two people are sitting and playing my video and critiquing it and playing the second clip and critiquing it and then they're getting like I don't know how many lakh views. So in my own way I started telling myself that that they want to get views and followers by association. You should not give them that. Hmm. They just they just want to engage with you and okay. th- it, this is this is their way of staying relevant they haven't reported the hijab issue but they are reporting on the reporting yeah 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 so that that happens all the time you you do anything or what you will see it on on youtube even this, in uh, india it's there it's the so called fact checkers yeah. they're not fact checking <laughs> many another, of them are sitting and actually just are tumne camera wahan kyun bheja tumne wahan nahi bheja this is fact checking kya and a lot of these people uh, you know say all sorts of use all sorts of terms and pejoratives for yes. journalists are themselves people who once wanted to do things in newsrooms and did not deliver or did not survive and mm. so it's it's a case of sour grapes mm. it's their problem they comment and i've seen senior women journalists also commenting on attire of women journalists <laughs> and you know it it's hurtful it is and women get it more i'm sure you have also you know aise wale earrings pehn ke aa gaye aise wale kapde pehn ke aa gaye jacket kyun nahi pehna indian clothes kyun pehna bindi kyun nahi pehni bindi kyun pehna these are what please listen to the content no they're not listening to content it's how you're attired even when i do this youtube thing i'm sure there'll be a whole thing that 
पलकी मैम तो बहुत सुंदर लग रही थी आप सबको खुश तो कर ही नहीं सकते and there are rules about i uh, i think over the past few years one by one i've thrown all the rules out of the window i want to wear jhumkas with a jacket i will wear it you don't like it don't watch it but whose definition of presentable is it and what what is good so palki you are senior enough now to take these decisions yeah. like i i said this to navika also like you know that now some of us are in this Uh, you know position of seniority where we can take this decision so we can make the changes in our newsrooms we can we can send out women in conflict zones it costs more to send a woman out in conflict zone this is what i want to tell you know i appreciate channels which send out women uh, into conflict zones to do reporting because it means double the kharcha absolutely right it means uh, that separate room कैमरामैन के लिए अलग रूम रिपोर्टर के लिए अलग रूम अदरवाइज दे कैन शेयर अ रूम इट मीन्स दैट यू नो यू कॉन्ट ट्रैवल एट नाइट एंड इफ यू ट्रैवलिंग एट नाइट यू पुट अ गार्ड विद दैट पर्सन इट दिस अ होल लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स दैट गो स्टफ दैट एट माई टाइम आई कुडेंट डू इन मैनी प्लेसेज नाउ डेज इट्स ईजियर बिकॉज वी गाइज कैन टेक दैट डिसीजन डिड यू एट यू नो इन योर पोजिशन आई आई यू डिड यू टेक दैट डिसीजन दैट इवन इफ अ वुमन एंकर डजेंट फिट अ पर्टिकुलर Uh, standard which most channels that you will continue to fight her cause i have hmm. i have and uh, there was a situation when um, when i was told to take somebody off air because of weight hmm. and um, and she was miserable and she'd gone through some some issues health wise and she said i'm working on it and i knew she's working on it but this happens uh i remember when I was expecting my first child and I I you know told my boss about it I was told but you have to come back in shape quickly <laughs> and the congratulations followed later and he was not a mean person but it just this is how they are programmed hmm. and I do not like it yeah you know so we go through so many things i mean uh, also there are so many departments and newsrooms which still have male bosses they don't understand uh why is it that that when a child falls sick you i have been in a situation where i remember uh my daughter was i think a year old and she had an acute ear infection and um she was crying and i left uh, for work very early when my children were very young and i have always believed in them being independent and everyone in the family sort of divides the chores and handles it takes a village you know? <laughs> yeah but but uh, on that day she was being very clingy hmm. and i said i have to go to work and everyone said okay she'll be fine but somewhere i i went there with that and it doesn't happen with me very often i i can be very dispassionate about some things and i'm like this is a project i have to do this my work is as important as everything mm. else but i reached office i got ready for the show 
uh, and the headlines rolled and after the first headline i started crying okay and um, because i was not on air and hmm. the team was very good and the pcr guys they went into a break and i said i i know she's fine but i just don't like being here hmm. and then i nobody said anything even to me. now i think you're choking when you're remembering it's it's that. very sad it's very and and you know for the next for weeks i worried that i may have appeared as less committed to my work because i did this because no man would ever sit in a studio and cry and say i have a sick child at home and then you overcompensated i'm sure you try to do that it's very sad and and you, you have you seen that sabita ad where this woman goes mm. for a job and you know and she says the interviewer says okay is this your first time and she said yeah when i told them i'm pregnant they stopped giving me any projects So I'm saying that these things still exist. I I was reading yesterday's newspaper the UN parity report we're still far away from gender parity. Salaries. Salaries all sorts of things. So it is not a level playing field. Hmm. Whether it's assignments, whether it's promotion, whether it's uh, giving you the space, uh, people who do karobar are promoted faster. I don't do it. So then I will never be Explain this now. <laughs> karobar Those who don't know, yeah. <laughs> karobar is uh, a bar in a car in mm. the simplest of terms. After your shift ends, you stand outside in the parking lot, uh, put your glasses on the roof of your car, drink, chat, gossip, and mm. then go home. Mm. A it is unsafe because a lot of people are drinking and driving. This is after the newsroom. Yes. Bulletin. Yes. Huh. And it happens it's it's part of the newsroom culture, mm. I believe. Mm. and it's a great place to bond hmm. i have never done it hmm. in two decades and there was a time when i felt that i'm not going to that smoking room and i'm not doing karobar i'm being left out everywhere but i couldn't get myself to do it so i'm saying that 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 there are we have broken a lot of barriers hmm. but there are still boys clubs in even when you do beat journalism you've done foreign beat you yeah. know this right that um There are times where you hang around, uh, or the men hang around, not women, but the ma- male reporters can hang around in bars for long hours with people, get the news out, smoking rooms, as you said, uh, and women diffident, I guess, cannot do that. At least in our culture, it's hard. In America or in the in UK, in Europe, it's okay, you know, होता है. But especially women who have children back home, then you make that choice. that you got to go back also, or you, also you can't I, do that uh, for me honestly i know a lot of people struggle with that i have never had problems with long hours or weird shifts i have i have very good backup at home mm. my problem is that men still get the wrong message a lot of times mm. and if my choice is between uh, appearing a little snobbish and reserved and appearing too open and too friendly then i'd take the first one hmm. i don't want anyone to get the wrong message i i'm really not interested in anybody yeah i want to do my work and do it well you remember the me too movement and all you think that men have learned after that that these are the boundaries you don't I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so. And and me too is a you know we in the media tell everyone else how to conduct themselves. 
this is what the society should be like this is how judges should be selected this is how neta should be we hold truth to power but we don't face our own truths newsrooms are full of predators and some of those who were let go off are back in positions of power are being legitimized in more ways than one and what are we doing about it you walked out at one point of time uh, i'm not going to mention names <laughs> but uh, i think many people know you walked out when you couldn't take that um a person who was labeled a predator um do they come with a certain learning when they come back after they have gone through the you know the shame of being called a predator i don't know hmm. and i don't i don't think it matters you know you have you have wronged so many people and uh, why should you get the benefit of the doubt now that is one and second i don't think they change fundamentally this person you're talking about someone told me that she was uh, his subordinate in a newspaper and she went to him and said that you know this is my script and he said your lines have to be tighter than your jeans jeez you get away with it how do you get away with that hmm. and what do you do to, to the to the confidence of that that girl and she left media as it as it happened but but what are we doing honestly hmm. and we let them be and we give them space because uh, a lot of us don't want to to be branded as trouble you know yeah. you you raise a stink in one place and 10 other uh, newsroom leaders will say okay this one is bawalia isko matlab that's that's the word they use no bahut bawal hai rakho so that yeah. that's what happens you know everyone's making a she's a problem a, yeah. person because yeah. uh, she yeah. won't take it yeah. she won't just brush it off yeah. but um you know it happens often um there was a case when a reporter uh, said you know this was quite some time ago when she said that a certain politician you know rubbed uh, his shoulder once in a wrong manner then rubbed the arm in a wrong manner should we take it up you know so i asked her, i said do you want what do you want to do to go through the um, thing i call up the politician i take it up we can issue a letter and all that and she said no she said i just want to let you know mai apne tarike se deal kar lungi but uh, i want you to know that this politician is like this so don't put young reporters on the job who don't know how to handle i will handle the man on my own and she handled the man on her own, on her own terms and also we sent out a message that listen watch out because what you did this time you're letting it go because the reporter doesn't want to go forward with it but be careful otherwise next time it becomes an issue now that happens because also she knows ke hum isko reporter you know she got a sympathetic ear not every time that happens you do, it doesn't happen because i think um, i think you would empathize with what what yeah. they go through also a lot of times it's non verbal a lot of times you don't know how to uh, i i remember uh, about 15 years back i went to the studio after a big interview had just finished with a very prominent minister hmm. and uh, the studio had different sets so i had to do the news from another set 
and the editor is asking the minister would you like tea or coffee he's not replying he's not replying because he's staring and it was yeah. a big newsroom and he kept staring and i felt violated without him having said anything without him having done anything how the male you, gaze how, as how do say. you quantify that yeah. and what do you say that he was looking at me yeah but you feel terrible yeah and these things happen and and i'm sure a lot of reporters on the field go through this yeah what are they going to what are the mechanisms we all have these vishaka guidelines posh etc no we are we are far away from making it a safe a uh, place for women to be a place where they can thrive just on the basis of merit how what do we do now next what should what should newsroom managers what should news media owners editors how do we go forward awareness to hai hmm. right how do we go forward it that mentality changes or what do you put in place because it's not enough to put laws and rules you're saying no i think the younger uh, the younger workforce is much more aware and open hmm. when you interact with people who have uh who have uh, become journalists in the last 2 to 3 years they are much more open to uh respecting boundaries they understand uh the women are much more vocal and they say i will not put up with this um i think uh this is a generational shift i think there is more awareness but as leaders we have to facilitate it hmm. because because people in teams take cues from how their leader behaves if 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 somebody in my team calls me and says i'm feeling depressed and i can't explain why but i don't think i'll be able to come to work and write today one way of handling it is saying okay don't come but don't make it a habit or not giving that person the best assignments hmm. from their own correct the other way of saying is that how do you want me to help you hmm. it's okay i have been through this i know a lot of people who have good days and bad days everyone does in fact and it's okay take your time and let me know how how i can help you word travels they will feel more comfortable you have to create that culture hmm. that culture building has to happen gradually but it has to happen consciously did you have any boss who did that with you that empathy yeah you did i did you're lucky then yeah yeah right i was i was really uh, supported and allowed to grow and also i think it also happens with uh, with bosses who are not insecure hmm because uh, male bosses women bosses both 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 i've had i've had some good very good mentors okay let me get to uh, <laughs> finally let me get to when are you coming on air everybody wants to know this how can i do a show with you without knowing when are you coming on air back on air very soon okay in what role you can't tell this whole secretive thing <laughs> we are in stealth mode as we say no we are building something hmm. uh we are building a team we are putting together a a big team i know and it's a great space to be in because every day you read headlines about people being laid off and it's very unfortunate hmm. and at a time like this we are once again swimming against the tide as you put it hmm. um and and there are more jobs uh we are looking for people who are talented let me make this pitch on your show okay. who can uh, uh who are passionate about news and who are not afraid to be thrown at the deep end in any role hmm. so um i'm working on it um i want to do the show when i'm ready 
Okay. When I know it's going to work, I know that that as people who and it takes it takes a lot of adjustment to. You know, there are days when, and so much news has happened ever since I left. You want to tell the story. I'm like, yeah, I want to be there, and I would have said it in this way, but uh, it has been a great learning experience for me in patience, in mm. in understanding when the time is right, and when I a lot of people write to me, and every time I put a photo on Instagram, people are like, "Ye to thik hai par show kab aega," which is nice, but I want to tell you and everyone else that, that you'll be back. I will be back. It'll be a better show, hopefully, and. Uh, we will put it out when we are confident that it'll work but don't you get this whole lot of auntie ji kind of advice that out of sight out of mind ho jayega oh, my mother tells me all the time <laughs> log bhul jayenge i'm like you so fir main bachpan se to anchor thi nahi you know somewhere yeah. you you build it theek yeah. hai log bhul jayenge i'll do something else but, but the, uh, you don't get it from your mom that aaj bahut tired lag rahi thi oh all the time i don't like these clothes uh, who got you this thing uh why are you wearing chanel <laughs> you know beech mein kuch fashion tha everything was uh, velvet huh. like nahi nahi to sirf cushion pe acha lagta hai <laughs> so, so you get it from your mom too all the time yes. yeah yes. yeah and do, do people ask you how you manage um you know since both you and your husband both of you are journalists you'll have different points of view and yeah. you work in i mean you worked in two different channels which had you know kind of contrary views editorial lines and ghar mein jhagde hote hain ki nahi no but we have a so my father in law was also a journalist correct yes and my, legendary yeah, yeah. and uh, my mother in law is very aware and sometimes she ends up uh, educating all of us and saying nahi you are wrong ye aise hua tha aur usne ye kaha tha okay so it's a good healthy sort of a mix and mm. uh, now my children also have an opinion on most things and they're like we don't want to discuss this or when i try to tell them something like, don't be preachy this is not gravitas time like, <laughs> don't do this so so those things happen all the time but i think uh, it's it's a, see when most most of us enter a room they saying i hi aage gyan yeah, baatne ke liye do you get that do you feel that that after politicians probably in the pecking order we are disliked the most because they feel ye pontificate karenge yahan pe bhi yeah but i usually don't uh, don't no you don't i don't launch into a, uh, this thing unless somebody is really prodding me and usme bhi beyond a point i tell them that watch my show please don't ask me here but they'll yeah. ask you gujarat kaun jeetne wala hai yeah. himachal kaun jeetega i'm sure they'll ask you this yeah they do that yeah and if you don't say then they'll say ki inko aata nahi kuch they they do it all the time and somebody has even asked me do you write your own thing? who writes those things for you who writes right? Uh, yeah no, i have a very good team yeah so i'm sure you get that a lot yeah. because there is a lot of talk that anchors they so just ha kuch nahi aata bottom of the brain chain that they, <laughs> that they actually just read what has been given to them yeah. it and sometimes it is true yeah it is true yeah. that uh, to look pretty is enough in some channels and to present it enough to present it convincingly even if they are not your thoughts mm. is enough and sometimes that's what is required yeah the anchor might have thoughts of her own but it's not asked of you yeah it's yeah. given to you and you have to speak it did it did anybody try to do that to you i mean that was that one instance you did but what about when you were junior um sent I, out on the on the ground and said ki aise report karo Oh yes uh, somebody even wrote a PTC for me <laughs> saying go there go to Vijay Chowk and say this hmm. well, I may not remember it no hmm. no you have to say this and I will write the package then you hmm. only do the PTC hmm. why are you sending me no you do it okay so initially one sort of played along sometimes some of those stories were uh, 
I I've had all when I started I, in Hindustan Times I remember I went to the editor before I got the position and I said I want to comment on foreign affairs and I was still in college and you know this Iraq war is happening and this is happening and bahut patiently he listened to me and then he said okay I have an assignment for you do a story on dandia nights in jaipur <laughs> like what did i just tell you i didn't say that obviously but he said no no do and make a funny piece okay write something nice and funny quirky okay i wrote something rejected it he rejected it 10 times mita okay saying it's not funny enough and i kept rewriting it but that was the time when i think i was really young and i i thought okay isko to main impress karke i will i will write something that he likes and then it made to the anchor story but um, yeah you did also uh, today I, this is what i tell young reporters zaruri nahi that we are doing stories which we want today bahut ghisi piti stories karni padti hain the first story that a television story that i went out was a funeral it was but if if i did something with somebody uh, the same thing with someone today i think after the fourth rejection i'd get a call from hr saying this harassment happening in your team <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do it now they no. will walk out i think you can't you can't reject a story 10 times and say no i don't like it what do you not like it i don't like it hmm. you can't do that they will come to if you i changed lines all the time in whatever i did and then people would walk up to me and saying what in it did you have an issue with and i had to have an answer if you don't have an answer you can't say mere paas fursat nahi hai fursat nahi hai mujhe nahi batana acha nahi tha you can't say that okay Or, uh, at least i don't i mean i don't like so it so i believe uh, it's the same with teachers you can't since you have young kids you can't slash a page and say redo jaise we used hamare <laughs> pages mein hota tha na like pura aise kadk karke kaat diya and say redo redo why why, why? what was wrong was the headline wrong of the, not headline well titled yeah, wrong was yeah. the intro wrong was the conclusion wrong was it too long word limit zyada ho gaya kya kiya maine galat figure it out yourself redo now you can't do that because you will hurt the sentiments yeah. of the child so just the same way i guess reporters have to be uh, you know mollycoddled a little bit probably a little bit now yeah a now, lot you now. can't you have to be tender and gentle yeah i, I at least that's my model i don't want to hmm. I, i also feel that a lot of people uh, because i came from another city hmm. and i was alone and i was trying to uh, make room for myself in a very big world that i did is not is delhi cruel to people who come from smaller towns or from different towns uh, and come into television media for me it was i think it was uh, it was a very hard reset for me hmm. um i also came from a family where uh, when they gave they gave me the best that they could uh, but my parents did not talk to each other in english mm. or to us you know we are uh, from rajasthan and if they spoke very chaste hindi i i thought i'd done something wrong <laughs> <laughs> that that's how it was okay. and very very basic very basic middle class upbringing and suddenly mm. you're thrown into this mix of people who i learned from a lot but uh, i did not have that exposure I did not have uh, parents uh, who were IFS officers who had seen the world. Um I did not know their references. Uh my father just had one rule, no TV, no music. Padhai karo, zyada karna hai to gardening karo, painting karo. That so that's that's I did not know what movies they were talking about. Hmm. 
So, and the no contacts, no? Like, uh, foreign beat was all about daddy's yeah. uh, friend and mummy's So, uh, you, you, you're always lost and you're trying to find something for yourself. The only thing that, that really helped me was reading. I have always been a reader. Mm. And, um, and so, I have... I, I knew theoretically most of the things they were talking about. I had not experienced them. Recently, a woman journalist, you know, told me about uh, when she was working in an English news channel and, you know, she, she also did not come from privileged background or an elite background. And she said that it's hard in uh, in Delhi because uh, if you if you didn't come from that setup, because she, she says after after the bulletin was over or after, everybody said, oh, let's go to the Oberoi coffee shop. Let's go to 360. Let's go to Matan. Let's go, you know, so, oh, we'll go to Gymkhana. They're all members. Their fathers were members. Their grandfathers were members. So, sab chalo pe. we'll go for a swim here. We'll go for to the gym here. And they bonded like that. And if you didn't belong to that clique, yeah. Nahi hota. Your upward trajectory didn't happen in your career. Yeah. yeah. So it is harder. It was at least. Mm. But that's not the case anymore, isn't it? It's become, the newsroom has become more egalitarian like that, isn't it? It has. I think people are not, uh, people don't think that it's it's necessarily a bad thing that they're outsiders. Hmm. I think uh, I see a lot more confidence in younger people that mm-hmm. they're not they just say that okay I, I am from such and such place I don't know this mm. you know and uh, that's okay mm. so I guess that's that's a good change yeah also the internet has opened up the world so much more now that people are generally more aware mm. um, they're not as uh, when I came I, I learned a lot of things for the first time while I was here right this was 2004 although the internet was still there but but it was, was, yeah. yeah in the 90s I remember uh, actually conducting uh, uh, we went out to a restaurant with 10 of my reporters and uh, teaching them churi kanta se kaise khana because they were going to go to do foreign beat stories yeah. so they would I didn't want them to it wasn't as if I was looking telling yeah, know, them it's okay it, we are Indian we can eat with our hand but I didn't want them to feel small yeah you I know, know what you mean. I didn't want uh, 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 for Indian Foreign Service officer to giggle with another reporter that is so we went out to a restaurant and I told them pizza ko aise karke chalo khate hai. And then churi kante se. And then, you know, there was this one reporter who went on to join the BBC at one point of time who said, Pushto tak mere se koi uh, foreign nahi gaya. It's the first time I'm traveling abroad from my uh, mm. seven generations. Mm. But then equip your reporter to do that, you yeah, know. Yeah. But like today, I've seen that reporters don't mind they have that confidence ki hum kar lenge. like you know yeah. we'll manage that yeah. we don't need to conduct this classes anymore to teach uh, these uh, you know these niceties or etiquette or something like that they, they are learning on the job with great deal of panache yeah. I would say much more confidence than probably we had when we started also I think there's a there's a shift a very uh, at least I can feel that in society hmm. That we are more, as as a people, we are more confident of our place in the world. And we are not shy of uh, saying that, okay, this is not what I do. You know, uh, I always say, gee, because to, to somebody who's older or up, because this is part of my culture. Hmm. I'm not American. 
I cannot call my uncle by his first name and think it's okay, even if I have a great bond with him. That's not who I am. So I've accepted who I am and I will say what I have to say. Sir, ma'am, ji, I know it's corporate culture, I don't appreciate it. But if you are bigger, I will say ma'am. What about the workplace? Would you encourage young uh, you know, students to take up journalism, get to television newsrooms, print newsrooms? Yes, I think, I think bright people who, have, who want to really do something good, interesting, creative should take it up. And uh, I know the onus is on, on leaders to also change the workplace and make it more, uh, you know, incentivize it for, for uh, the younger lot to join. But, but this has to be a collaborative effort. And uh, I, I see the pushback that they can mount when they don't agree to something. Me Too is one example. And there have been other stories where uh, people who've been three months into the newsroom have come and said, we have to do this, we have to do this because we feel so passionately about it. So we need more of those people. And I think uh, I think we'll all be better off. Chalo, I look forward to seeing this new avatar of uh, a newsroom, uh, of a channel and of you as soon as possible. We want you back on the air. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming uh, on the podcast. Lovely talking to you. I've not had an interview like this. I don't know what I said, <laughs> okay. but I said whatever came but to my mind. Great. It was great. Straight from the heart. Thank you so much. Thank you, Smita. Thank you for watching or listening in to ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. Do like or subscribe on whichever channel you have heard or seen this on. Namaste. Jai Hind.